awesome. Good to see you today. Hey, um, we're going to have a great time. And you know, the thing is, when you bind and loose, and you know, you're going to hear me say today, we, you know, there's people, they have their own free will. You can, but we, we can bind. Now, understanding people, there are laws. Look at your neighbor and say there's laws. I'm trying to figure out, Lord, how do you want me to explain? Okay, you can say, Brett, I don't believe in gravity. Okay, you cannot believe in gravity. We can go out here to the top of the building. I'll stand down here. And say, go ahead and jump. Gravity is a law. <laughs> How'd that work for you? <laughs> you know, it's just not gonna because it has to be superseded by by the law of lift for gravity not to work. So you understand that's how a plane flies because of law of lift. So when we bind and we loose, there are people that they do have free will. Come on, but because we we are in a we are asking for a higher authority. Now, that authority then can bind the situation and the spirits that are operating in that situation. The people then, as they decide what they do, but God is bigger than what people decide. I hope that helps a little bit, but we'll make it a little bit clearer. But while we're getting ready, I thought I'd make you chuckle a little bit. My daughter sent me a couple things, and she said, Brett... Sun is like the bre- uh, bread is like sun. It rises in the east and sets in the waste. <laughs> so I'm just like, really? And then she said, if a cow doesn't give milk, is it then a milk dud or is that just utter disappointment? <laughs> all right. Uh, it is all good. Hey, we're gonna, we've been talking about learning about the kingdom of God. Last week, we talked about righteousness, and we kind of really jumped in. And it was going to be a three-week series. It's going to be four weeks because peace gets two weeks. And uh, so turn to your neighbor and go, peace. There you go. So we're going to talk about peace today because we, we need to figure out this, this thing called peace and why it is so important. And I mean, it's important to you, it's important to me, and it's important to have it. So that we can enjoy life. I don't want to go through life just like I've been eating oatmeal through a gas pipe. I want to go through life enjoying life, having fun and, and, and having peace so that I can enjoy, you know, just enjoying living. If we're honest with each other, we, we know it's even past that smooth, settled feeling when all is right with the world, you know, uh, that kind of thing. There's, there's a bigger peace than that. And every person that believes in Jesus wants to enjoy a life full of peace. 1 Peter 3.11. I'm going to give you some scripture in the beginning uh, more, and then we're going to jump into this. 1 Peter 3.11 says, Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. Come on, there's work to keep peace. Anybody ever around? we got to keep the peace. That's right. We're not going to defund. Never mind. I won't go there. Oh. All right, John 14, 27, I'm leaving you with the gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give you is the gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. Philippians 4, 7, you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Notice that this peace that Jesus is offering isn't one that you can just go and shop and get. It's not like you're buying an article of clothing or, or anything like that. This is something that Jesus says, if you want this, you have to come to me. I can give this to you. That's a pretty cool thing because it's, 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 you get it from one place. 
Okay, I can't, I can't reproduce it because it doesn't have the quality that he has. There's different forms of peace. There's peace that's really easy. It's only good when everything's right. But this is something that's even deeper than that. Notice he says, not as, as the world gives. But you know this, as soon as there's people that have peace, or at least we think, and as soon as something changes, it's gone. I mean, it is, there's no peace left. The world's peace is replaced by being upset or strive or complaining or negativity. It is just, and there's just so much of that going on. You don't hear really a lot of things reported that are good. Very few good reports or in a string of good reports. We see the world coming back. We see people that are just helping people. We see good things. No, it is all bad things and we don't even know how much of that is even truth. But it is out to get our peace. But Jesus' peace, what is cool about that is his operates no matter what the weather's like. No matter what the storm says, it's just peace in the middle. Remember the story where he's asleep in the boat and the boat is in a storm and they're like, you got to wake him up, we're going to die. And he's asleep. Why can he sleep? Because he has something that he's saying, I can only give this to you. i got to tell you, man, this peace I've experienced, I've seen this happen. I got to fly to Florida. My folks live here now, and I got to fly to Florida, and what I would do is I would fly to Florida, and then I would dr help drive them back to Ohio. And so I was ready to get on a plane. And so, you know, I'm at the airport in Columbus, and they said, um, 11 Mary 6, see the woman, a 315 in progress, 1 Adam 12, handle code 3. No, it wasn't that, but they just said, your plane's been delayed. And, you know, so nobody likes that, but it's like, oh, Okay. Then they said, there, there's engine trouble. They don't know exactly what's going on, but they're going to get another plane. Well, three hours later, you know, and I'm, I'm talking to PK on the phone. Hey, the plane's been delayed. Something's wrong with the engine, I guess. And, but they're supposed to get another one. They came and they said, they got a mechanic. And this is what, this is what they said. They think he's fixed it. <laughs> Let me just figure out that gravity thing again. They think he's fixed it. So Kim is like, you are not getting on that plane. You are not getting on that plane. I'm like, this is, now, check this out. This is one of those times where Jesus is kind of, I got this. I got it. And so he walks in, and I feel him inside me, and he's just like, you, you can fly this plane. It's going to be all right. And, and so I said, honey, I'm gone. She's like, babe, it's the same plane. I'm like, I know, but they said they fixed it. They said they think they fixed it. <laughs> I said, I, it's okay. I feel I, I can ride on it. This is a true story, and I'm not exaggerating or anything. I, <laughs> you know, when you ride a plane, depending on, I, I've never ridden in a plane first class. One day I'm going to do that. I've never done that. I don't know what that's like. I can imagine. I've seen it on TV. But I ride usually coach, you know, that's like anybody with chickens and everything else can ride where, and whoever gets a seat gets a, you know, and everybody wants a window seat and you don't make eye contact with anybody that's walking down the aisle. Cause if you make eye contact, they're going to ask you, can I sit right there? So you're just like, <laughs> so anyway, I go to the back of the plane <laughs> because it's just usually nobody wants to go to the back of the plane. So I'm clear back there by the, the stewardesses and the stewards and all that that are going to give you the peanuts. and the Plus, if you got to go to the bathroom, which I don't do that either. But anyway, you know, I mean, I, not on a plane. 
I don't have to. So I'm just sitting back there. They take off, and it is the worst takeoff I can ever remember ever in my life. I mean, it's like, the guy in front of me, like before, it's taken him a long time to take off. We're already three hours away. He is just like, can I get another beer? And so he's, you know, and they're, they're serving and all that kind of stuff. He's already a little half schnockered. So we're taking, he starts crying. He starts screaming and crying. We're going to die. And he's just like going nuts. I'm sitting back there. I've got a lady that's looked like she's about 85 sitting beside me. And, and her friend that's probably about the same age or something sitting there. And he's just, and they look like they're scared. And he turns, we're going to die. This is it. I'm going to die. And he's, you know, like that. And I finally, this is, I'm not worried. Now, I, I'm, I'm telling you this. I'm not exaggerating. I, I, I said, dude. I said, we're not going to die. We're not? I said, no. He said, why? I said, because God put me on this plane. And I got more to do than die on this plane. This plane is going to land fine. We're not going to die. We're not going to crash. It's going to be all right. He goes, you, are you for real? I said, yeah. He goes, you promise? I said, yeah. He goes, beer? <laughs> True story. But what I'm saying is Jesus could, he could just be asleep and they're like, hey, we're going to die. You got to wake up. We're going to drown. And this is the peace I'm talking about because the peace that God has, it doesn't matter what, and, and pardon this, doesn't matter what crap you're going through because God is bigger than the crap, than the stuff, than all of the COVID garbage. They just put out on the way to church today. They're saying this, the roller coaster, the amusement parks, you ride a roller coaster, they're like, cool. We don't want you to scream on them. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you kidding me? They said, no, because if you scream, it's going to spread. So you have to wear a mask. But what we'll do, we'll put an open mouth scream on your mask so you can scream that way. Okay. That's not, you know, that's just like, are you kidding Anything that people are just, what I'm saying is the world is not going to give you what you need. But what you need, God has already got. And obviously, I made the flight. It was the worst takeoff we'd ever had. And honestly, I was real glad when it landed. But I wasn't afraid that it wouldn't land. I was just like, let this two hours go by quick. And that whole time, that guy kept turning back. He goes, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if everything went our way all the time? It just doesn't happen that way. You know that. It would be great. You know, I grew up watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and if life was just like lickable wallpaper, and hey, that's great. And we had Oompa Loompas that just clean up your room. Get that way. But it doesn't happen that way. We all know life is not like that, but we need some kind of peace. And then there's people that do things that you can't control, and you cannot listen to me. You cannot fix everybody. You can't. They have a free will, and you don't have jurisdiction or authority over their life. Now, when I'm in my house and my kids were growing up, I do have authority over their life. But once they get married and they're out, you know, then they have to run their... Come on. You can't fix everybody. But you can bind and loose things that are happening. And that's what we just did before service. 
Sometimes you have to, when things happen, you're going to have to be like, God, you're bigger. Come on, you're bigger than this. This will not take me down. You are bigger than this storm. And so water off a duck's back, I almost want to do Diana Ross, talk to the hand. You know, just what, God, I'm not going to let this thing take me down. Because you're letting storms steal your peace. I don't want storms to steal my peace. And I'm going to read you John 14, 27. It's from the Amplified, so I don't have to raise my voice. Just keeping you awake. Uh, I'll be here all week, okay? <laughs> peace I leave with you, my own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. I think so many times we make it easy for the enemy to mess with us. We do it to ourselves. I mean, if you're a parent and you're in the building, right now your kids haven't been back to school and, and now they're going to start going back to school and most of the parents are like, yes. But we, we, we homeschooled. We couldn't, our kids didn't have a snow day. They were at home all the time. And so she had to be teaching them and I was the principal. But certain times... You ever have the child that just knows how to push your button? I mean, there's other kids, they just don't push it. But then there's that one that just knows like, <laughs> mm. and you just want to go from zero to 60 like, oh, it's on. I sat there with our smallest child. My parents were coming from Florida. My wife said she has to do these math problems or she cannot play with Mamaw and Papa, She just can't. I got to go get ready. You have to teach her. She has a lot of faith in me. So I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to teach her these math things. She acts like she knows nothing. Like she doesn't even know what a number is. For an hour and 45 minutes... She has a brain fart, and she does not know anything. And my boys are looking out the window, and Mal, they're looking out, and then Mom and Dad pull up, and they're like, they're here. And I'm like, girl, you are done. You are not leaving this table to your... She grabs that paper and goes, boom, done in two minutes. Life is not fair. An hour and 45 minutes I wasted of my life. She took my piece, my pencil, and everything I had. <laughs> life doesn't always go the way you want. But there are people that will steal your peace. The enemy wants to steal your peace. So how do we do it? How do we enjoy peace? We have to let God do what we can't do. We have to trust him to take care of us. There have been times that I have just prayed for our kids, and it's not that way now because, I, I mean, I got a giant of a warrior right here. She, she kept me alive on the table just a month and a half ago. I mean, she was in there just declaring. She didn't care who heard. You know why? Because the enemy wasn't going to take, come on, what belonged to her. So I get it. But there have been times I prayed for our kids, and, and, and as a mother, a mother would just be like, oh, my, oh, my. 
Oh my, and I wouldn't be doing that. And it used to, it doesn't now, because she's not like that now. It used to where she'd be like, why aren't you, why, why? I don't want to be the only one. And because Maya was just like, we prayed, it's done, it's over. She's, it, it, she's healed. But see, we let the enemy come in. And Do you understand worrying doesn't change anything? God has a timing and, you know, we just have to listen and he speaks in that still small voice. When we, Hebrews says, faith and patience bring the promise. And I mean, I, I have to learn that the hard way. There's stuff that, you know, and again, we grow in faith and we grow together. And Kim and I have been married 35 years and we have grown a lot alike. I'm almost as good looking as her. Almost. But sometimes we use wait. I'm just waiting on God. We'll use it as a crutch because God might have told us to do something, but we don't do anything. So we, we pull the God card. I'm just waiting on God. And I think we've all been guilty of that as well. So we need to be led by peace. So how do we do that? Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Now remember, Jesus is saying, I'm going to give you peace that you can't get anywhere, but I can give it to you. We have to let that rule in our hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. The Amplified says it like this. It acts as umpire. Think about that. I like that because let the peace of God make the call. In other words, the umpire in a sports game is the one that says, safe, or he's out. He makes the call how he sees it. Let the peace of God be the umpire and make the call. What do you mean? If you don't have a peace, it's making a call. You got to listen. If you do have a peace, it's making a call. But you got to listen. It's that still small voice. Sometimes you're like, I'm just waiting, God. He's not talking. Oh, he showed you. He's talking, but you're not listening. Na, 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 na. You ever did that? My sister, she didn't want to hear anything that was happening. If I was getting sick, she'd be in her closet going, na, 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 na. Because she didn't want to hear anything. Here's our first thought. Uh, there's only two points today. So listen to these. These are, these are going to, if you use these, are going to help change your life. Peace determines position. Peace determines position. The umpire decides and makes the call. Peace will let you know if this should be in your life or not in your life. I don't know. I don't feel right about it. Well, if you don't feel right about it, don't do anything about it yet until you either feel right about it or if you never do, you don't do anything with it. Come on. Peace is trying to umpire to make you or to be led. Romans says to be led by peace. I get this question all of the time. I mean, probably in all the 30 years of ministry, I've gotten this question a lot. <clears throat> People don't enjoy peace because they're out of the will of God. And they always ask me this. I don't know if I'm in the will of God or not. How do I know if I'm in God's will? Now, again, this is my heart. This is how I do things. I'm just going to make this as easy as I can because that's for me. I need cookies on the shelf where I can grab them. So that if I can, okay. Because if you leave here and you go, I have no idea. Have you ever been to church and go, I have no idea what he said. But boy, it was good. You need to leave here and go, I not only understood what he said, but I can do that. So how do I know if I'm in the will of God? I'm going to give you four things. You can tell if you're in the will of God, so that way you know if you're hearing peace. Come on. 
just pretty easy. How about prayer? Do you pray? Do I talk to God? Prayer doesn't have to be all religious. I've had people I know that talk to God, and they try to talk to him in King James. He wrote it. He knows how it works. I just talk to him, you know. That's why there's so many different versions. There's, there's you know, if, there's an urban, urban version. Yo, God, hey. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what do you got to do to talk to God? Just talk to him. Okay, do you pray? Do you pray? Now, here's the thing about praying. The Lord's Prayer is an amazing prayer because Jesus said when you pray, pray this. So there is, I have a, an outline out in the foyer there. You're welcome to get it. If we run out, we'll get you one. It doesn't cost you anything, so it's free. Matter of fact, if you're a guest today uh, and you turn in your connection card, you can get a free T-shirt. It doesn't cost you anything. Just we want you to let you know that we're, we're here to help you to live your life on purpose. So anyway, you can get that at the, the guest uh, kiosk out, out front there. Anyhow, um, when you pray, it's real important that you stay connected with God. So in other words, when you pray, are you forgiven? Do you have unforgiveness about anybody? Are you bitter about? Are you angry? Is there strife? Well, you got to get rid of that stuff because, you know, that is a blessing blocker. It keeps your prayers from going where they need to go. Come on. If forgiveness is a big deal. Well, I don't have to forgive. I beg to differ. That book says you do. Jesus did. You got to do it. If you don't, that's kind of a prerequisite. So you got to do it. So you have to check yourself. So you know, in our house, we have fights once in a while. We don't have them. I mean, in the beginning, it seemed like we had them more. We don't have them as much now. It seems like we kind of understand each other a little more. Or we have grown up a lot. I'm speaking more for me. <laughs> There's a monster in there. <laughs> but, um, but when we do fight, or if we've had a fight, we are quick to forgive. In other words, sometimes it's not even always pleasant. We'll come back to one another and say this, I don't want strife. And it's not like, baby, I don't want strife. No, we're just like, hey, I don't want strife. You know why? Because something greater than that is a fear of the Lord. I don't need garbage. I'm not opening up the door to every evil work by allowing strife to come in. I love her more than life itself, but you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a greater thing here that God is saying, you need to get this right. So it's important if you pray that you stay clean. Are you letting anything in that, the, that you know, so... That's what prayer is about. So I'm praying to God. I'm doing all of that. Secondly, read your Bible. Never in, a, in our time of being alive is it easier to read your Bible. I mean, whether you open up the book like this and you read this. You know, in Proverbs, there's 31 chapters. You could read uh, a chapter every day, like before you go to bed. And there's, Proverbs is full of wisdom. So that's a great place to start if you want to do that. Whatever day today is, was today the 8th, 9th? That's, read Proverbs 9 then. Tomorrow, read the 10th, you know? I mean, so you can do that. But you can get a, if you have a smartphone, you can get the Bible app on your phone. It'll read for you. I hear my wife getting ready. Now, she reads her Bible and she has devotions. I have a devotion on my phone and I have a Bible down in the room where I pray and read. But I can hear her getting ready, putting on makeup. And this is a totally, why do women, when they put on makeup, have to open their mouth? <laughs> totally off the subject, just wanted to ask. But it's true. <laughs> but anyway, I can hear her in the bathroom. I can hear the Bible app. The guy's reading to her. 
You never has been a time alive where you can just access anything in the Bible. You can pull it up. You can ask Google if, if they're letting you. You can go to Facebook if they don't take it down. All right. Read your Bible, number two. Number three, here's, here's a good one. Good work ethic. You have a good work ethic? It's important. I grew up... And, you know, I, I said in the first service, I wanted a watch. It was a Seiko watch, had a black face, and I pushed the button, and it, boom, there was the time. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, that's right. I, man, I am somebody. It got me a Seiko watch. I went to my dad and said, I want a Seiko watch. He said, get a job. <laughs> and so I did. What I did uh, at home is I, I mowed yards, I raked leaves, I shoveled snow, and I went and got a paper route. And I went and I bought my watch. And I bought my first car. I did all of that. I, bought, I had a, a tennis racket I wanted and tennis shoes. And I wanted a certain kind because in school, you know, you wanted to be cool. I mean, remember where uh, Plant Fitnesses now used to be kings? Remember that? You could get shoes there. They might wear out by the time you got to your car. <laughs> but I got shoes there before. But uh, I wanted a certain kind. I wanted Converse. Because everybody's wearing Converse, so I bought those. All of that stuff built in a good work ethic. And so, you know, we taught our children a good work ethic. Zach started his first job was at Panera. He had such a good work ethic that they were like, they came to me on multiple occasions. Do you have any more kids that want a job? Because if your kids want a job, I'm going to hire them on the spot. They can fill their paperwork out later. That's a pretty good recommendation. Work ethic. The Bible's really good about that. If you don't work, it says you shouldn't eat. And so we need a good work ethic. And number four, obedient giving. Everything that I bring in, I give God whatever he asks. And then I give offering. And God blesses me. And he continues to bless me. If you do those four things, pray, read your Bible, good work ethic, and obedient in giving, you will stay in the will of God. And you will hear his voice. Sometimes God will just tell you something you learn to leave it alone. But those are the four things that will help you. Stay in the will of the Lord. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Peace is what the enemy will rob you of. He wants the possession of your peace. And again, because that peace determines position. Where is the enemy supposed to be? Under our feet. If we're a believer, that's his position. You're supposed to be on top. You're supposed to be above, more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's in me. than he. And that only happens by yielding to God. He wants your peace. How many knows the enemy studied you all his life? So he knows what your weaknesses are. You need to know what your weaknesses are so you can protect yourself and not lose your peace. There's stuff that bothers me that doesn't bother Kim. And now it seems like the more we've been married, the, you know, the things that it used to never bother me as a dude. If the sink had a bunch of dishes in it, it never bothered me. Because I'd be like, I'll get him in the morning. Or I would tell her, it needs to soak. Honey, it was just cereal. It's okay, it needs to soak. But she doesn't want to go to bed with a sink full of dishes. Ladies, can you understand? She just she didn't wake, wake up and walk out and go, oh. She doesn't like things that are messy on the counter. People would come over to her house and say, and you know, they'd be, oh, my goodness, this is so... And she'd say, I'm sorry, the house is a mess. Have you ever been to my house? 
Has it been like a mess ever? You could eat off the floor. And most people do. No, they don't. It's just, just, I mean, it's immaculate. But because I'm married to her, I don't know if you want to say she's trained me well or I've just adopted. Look at some of the women. Yes. Oh, preach on that, preacher. But I mean, I, I, don't like to, I don't like to see like a bunch of dishes in the sink because I know it. Now, listen to me. It will take her peace and, and, and it will bother me. So I will protect that by helping out. You can say whatever you want, but I, I like having a clean, neat, orderly house. I've done it the other way. It's not as fun. <laughs> I mean, because, listen, you can go back to however. If mama ain't happy, how do you know that? You guys said that like it was easy. Ain't nobody happy. But listen, a woman puts a lot of her self in her home, her refuge, her peace. She needs a place that is just like, even when we go on vacation, you all can relate to this. When you finally get home, isn't it nice to finally get home? And sometimes you come in, you've been gone a week or two, and it's like, oh, man, it's good to be home. We used to in the beginning, the early years. We'd just come home. We would just leave our suitcases and just put them there. And we would just be like, yeah. But then for two weeks later, we run out of clothes because they're still in the suitcases. We don't do that anymore. As soon as we get home, we are unloading everything. We unload the suitcases. We unload everything. So when we sit down, we're like, yeah. Now, you can agree with that or not. It doesn't matter. You don't live with me. But we want that peace. We want that man. It's just good. Because the enemy is out to get your peace. Whether your spouse or whether you, if you live by yourself, he still wants your peace. Because peace is position. So I'm not saying you have to be the same. We're different. But we've, we've compromised. We've figured things out. We were working together. Do we still have a lot to learn? Sure we do. But our relationship is more valuable today than it even was then. In the beginning, it was just, it was just love, 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 love. But love is more than just physical. Love is, is just the person. Did you know that God loves you no matter what? No matter what you've done. No matter where you've been. No matter how you used to be. No matter how you are now. He wants to give you peace. That's the cool thing, that exchange. Remember we talked about righteousness last week? When we give our hearts to Christ and he comes in, he becomes our righteousness. And in that righteousness is his peace. That means I got you covered. Here's our second thought. With peace comes power. Why keeping your peace so important? Why does the enemy want it so bad? Because if you can remain in peace with God, having God be your source, then you have power. Not your own. Now think about this. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Now I have access to bind and loose. My wife said it so good this morning, right before the service. She said, Jesus took the keys. How did he get them? How did the enemy get the keys? Adam gave them to him. Jesus had to come get them back. 
and then gave him to us. So as long as we stay in Christ, in him, come on, we live, we move, we have our being. It's being in Christ. It's, that's where the greatness is. It's not that we are great. He is great. Remember last week? We want to get God so we can get good. Or in our mind, we say we will be good so we can get God. And God says, if you get me, I'll make you good. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Because of the peace of God, the righteousness of God. When we have peace, we rest. Just like on the plane. I, I just rested. I just, Lord, was I, you know, I was in there while I was shaking around. I mean, the glass and all the stuff, you know, they're giving you water or pop in a glass. And you're like, Whoo, okay, better not fill that all the way or my neighbor's going to wear it. Because it was the worst takeoff I'd ever had. But I had to go back and understand God, you told me that I could get on this plane. I'm going to trust you in that. Ask for God. Give me a way, God, that we can do things without drama. <laughs> I mean, I've worked at different places. I worked at a place, assembly line. There's people that would proclaim a lot of things. But pressure brings out stuff, doesn't it? I mean, an assembly line doesn't care. It's unforgiving. Just, it just moves. You don't feel good, it doesn't matter. It's just going to move. And you got to get your job done so the guy in front of you can get his job done. And if you get behind, then he's getting upset, and the person in front of him's getting upset, and everybody's just down the line. And I saw people that would proclaim one thing, and I get it. We all are human, and we've all made mistakes. So I'm not judging. I'm just saying we've all been there. I've been there. We've all done this, where we've just finally lost it and just said, all right. And then you, you know, spew out whatever, and then everybody's like, <gasps> So we lost our peace. Why does he want that? Because the enemy on the other end is saying, if I get your peace, I got position, and now you don't have any power. When we are in God, we have the power given to us by God to make the enemy flee. The Bible says if you resist him, he flees. You know, fleeing is, I'm out of here. Like, I'm jetting. I'm bailing. Boom, I'm gone. It's not like tiptoe through the tulips. It's like, I'm afraid. I'm gone. The verse in front of that says, submit to God. That's so important. We live in a society that doesn't want the submitting part, not to God. But they want the, I just want to tell the devil, you know what? He doesn't have to answer unless it's something greater than him. So if, if it's God, he has to answer and he has to obey. Galatians 6.2 6, 2 says, share each other's burdens in this way, obey the law of Christ. So help each other. If you're, you know, just help your brothers and sisters, help your spouse, whatever it is that you know is going to blow their peace, protect them from that. Jesus gives us the peace, John 14, 27, I read that. He wills it to us. If the devil can't make you upset, you know, you have to choose to be offended. And if somebody is like, Brett, you don't even know. There's pe people that have come and they've taken my peace and they did this to me and I didn't deserve this and they did this to my family and they did this. You know what? Don't give your peace away. So, okay, they're going to answer, come on, for whatever they did. But you have to choose to stay greater 
in this. Let me, let me say this. As an umbrella, if you're like this and, and God is the umbrella of protection, you're staying in here no matter if they have chosen to get out of that protection, you stay here, God will still take care of you. That's a fact, Jack. That's a plan stand. I'm not trying to be coy, Roy. <laughs> Just listen to me. <laughs> you know, I did that one. I said, you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit in the wind. You don't pull the mask on the old Lone Ranger, and you don't mess around with Kim. <laughs> anyway. The devil wants you to lose control so that he can gain control. Because your pain is his gain. Don't give him. Don't give him that. God, I'm going to stay in you. That doesn't mean you can't not hurt. It doesn't mean you can't not cry. You can weep with those that weep. You can mourn with those that mourn. It doesn't mean you don't have feelings. It doesn't mean that this stinks. What it does mean is that God is bigger than what you're going through. And that he has a plan and he will take care of you. He will not let you go. He will not leave you nor forsake you. It is Jesus Christ on Christ alone. He's the rock I stand. No matter what anybody else does, it is him and him alone. I'm here to declare to you this day, and this is what I'm believing. I don't care what the state says or the governor says. We are going to continue to have church because Jesus is the head of this church, and it is not owned by the government. It is not owned by the state. It is not owned by anybody but Christ. And as long as we have breath, we'll do everything we can to make everybody safe. I get it, but God is bigger than all of this junk that's going on. Remember, it's a setup. The enemy just wants to get you set up. When you start feeling like, oh, man, I'm about to lose it. Kim and I would tag team. There'd be times the kids would be, she'd be like, I'd come home. She'd be like, I'm out. And you're on. Okay. You go in there and you start, all right. What do I got to do? And sometimes you just got to do that. You got to protect each other. You got to stand when the other says, that's what your brother and sister is. I got this. You stick with me. I'm praying. Let's pray. Let's agree. Let's bind. Let's loose. Come on. Let's send some enemies running. But it's up to us to stand and be who the body of Christ is. Because these, these signs will follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. The word will give you peace because it gives you faith. Faith conquers fear. Peace is in faith. You have no faith, you have no peace. Enemy wants your peace because it'll give him position and it'll, it'll suck you of power. So here's my challenge. What's trying to take your peace today? What's out in the valley shouting at you all day? What giant is saying this and this and this and this? He wants your peace. He's after the word that we just sown in you right now. Don't give it to him. You don't have to understand everything, but you do have to... You have to stand under. I don't understand it, but I'm going to stand under it. Sometimes I don't understand everything God's doing, but I'm going to stand under whatever he said. Now, let me put it to you this way. If you don't know what I mean, I grew up with a mom. I'd say, Mom, why can't I climb trees? And she'd say, because. 
She wouldn't explain it, although she needs to. She'll have to answer to God for that. She'd tell me, you do not climb trees. I fell out of a couple of them, and I figured that's probably why she didn't want me to climb trees, but I loved climbing trees. What I'm trying to tell you, and I'm hoping that you're laughing a little along the way, is that the enemy, is he just wants, in all of this stuff going on, he wants your peace. But you know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. He's not getting my peace. I'm going to love life. I'm going to live it to the fullest, to the best of my ability. And I'm going to be a place where people can go, what is different? It's the peace of God that passes all understanding. Can I pray for you today? Would you bow your heads, close your eyes?